0: Ho, ho, bitches! Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags, the Christmas special! The podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks, preferably Christmas tree cakes, and get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, of course, and... Oi! The beef is back!
1: <laughs> oh, and I'm Brianna, and... I didn't really like the beaver. Sorry, go away.
0: And today, Brianna can't even give us a Christmas reference. But we'll be finally watching Fat Man, ladies and gentlemen. Fat Man is a dark comedy written and directed by Eschman Ian Nelms and stars the very talented Walton Goggins with some side work by a struggling Australian abuser named Mel Gibson. Oi, Mel Gibson! Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our excitement levels And discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Very lazily. (laughs) (laughs) Very lazily. There's nothing going on. Before I get into the meat and potatoes of the show tonight, though, I just want to remind everybody to go on over to our YouTube channel and check out our trailer talk that we dropped last week. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. I'd love to hear your opinions. It was very low effort. We threw it out there. We just wanted to try it. We wanted to get some eyes on it and... And see if uh if people watch it. To be honest with you, enough uh, a few people enough people watched it. Where I was like, oh maybe we'll do another one. Easy enough, because it really took once again no no effort. Also, I just want to remind everybody that oi the beaver's bet. If you don't know what the beaver voice is, the beaver voice is something I did in the first episode, and it's something I use when I talk about the abuser, Mel Gibson, racist abuser. Well, oi. <laughs> brianna let's get into the show
1: tidbits
0: you never know what
1: you're gonna get i think that our youtube channel got so many views that i felt like a little insecure about not wearing a bra
0: (laughs) oh wow if anybody noticed that please leave a comment i hope not
1: (laughs) you didn't wear one either so you know
0: (laughs) i definitely i definitely wore one i'm not a harlot The Beaver. Uh, no, not The Beaver. Oh, jeez, Fat Man. Tonight's episode is Fat Man, of course, written and directed by Ian and Esham Nelms, as I mentioned earlier. It was originally written in 2006, Brianna. I'm assuming you saw that somewhere.
1: I saw that.
0: They've been shopping it around for like 14 years, they said. And literally in 2019, someone was like, all right, we'll finally make this fucking thing. They've They've done a few movies. I watched a couple of I've watched a couple of trailers of the movies that they've done in the past. A few of them looked not great at all, and a few a few of them looked interesting. So it's this is it's really up in the air. When they originally wrote this, though, in their heads they were thinking of Jack Nicholson as being the lead.
1: Oh, I thought they were thinking of Bruce Willis. Did I make that up?
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you you made that up. They said Jack Nicholson. I read a I read an article, and in my head I'm like Jack Nicholson as. The Santa Claus? What kind of fucking Santa Claus is this guy supposed to be? Like, Jack Nicholson is a very specific character. Uh, I, so, I don't...
1: I can't I don't picture know. Jack Nicholson, like, running around with a gun. In, like, a ho-ho-ho a jolly way. <laughs> so, my thing is that Walton Goggins was... He was too skinny to be Fat Man.
0: <laughs> he was too skinny to be Fat Man, so he's called Skinny Man. But Walton Goggins, on January 29th, was said to be... In the film, too. But then they started filming in February of 2020. So principal photography occurred in the Ottawa Valley. So Ontario, Quebec.
1: Shout out Kendomic.
0: Shout out Kendomic, my guy. In the towns of Carlton Place and Mississippi Mills, which I thought was...
1: You didn't think it was in Mississippi, did you?
0: No, I kind of did, because I'm a silly Billy.
1: (laughs) You do love Southern movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do love Southern movies so goddamn much. Uh, my confusion and worry about this film, though, Brianna, is that Walton Goggins was slated to play, to film this movie in late January. It took one month to film the movie in 2020. This movie was filmed in 2020. So they had to shut... Di- did they, is my question, I guess, did they have to shut everything down? Were they able to finish the movie completely?
1: Or did they just fucking hit it and quit it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, because COVID-19 came, and they were just like... Yeah, but
1: it's in Canada.
0: No, but Canada shut down, too.
1: Well, Canada was like, hey, could you fucking hurry it up and get the hell out of here? Bye. We don't want you in here anymore, stupid Mel Gibson. But if anyone was immune, it would be Mel Gibson.
0: No, Mel Gibson's probably had coronavirus for the last 20 years, and he's just been carrying it around, giving it to people. Fucking dirty bitch. Oi, don't (laughs) talk about Mel Gibson like that. This is my boy. All right. Thanks, Beef. Um... Brianna, at the time of this recording, it has a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb based on 10,000 reviews. That's a lot of fucking reviews. I saw that. It it has a 46% critic score based on 99 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and it has an 83% audience score based on 30 reviews, which I was kind of confused on how Rotten Tomatoes only has 30 audience reviews, but IMDb has 10,000. That's, that's like a huge discrepancy. There's not usually, like... Metacritic is a 40%, but...
1: Yeah, we don't care about them.
0: Yeah, we're yeah, gonna fuck Metacritic. They get cool. Walton Goggins. Walton Calkins. His character's name is Skinny Man, as I mentioned earlier. I'm intrigued by these guys, Brianna. Once again, I, I, I watched a couple movie trailers earlier. I watched a trailer for a movie they did called Waffle House, and it was about a guy who wants to buy a Waffle House, and Donald Glover works in it. Not, the old one, not the cool one. And it just looked weird. That's
1: Danny Glover.
0: Oh.
1: Who also starred in Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson.
0: But that's Danny. So so maybe they called in, maybe they called in, maybe they called Danny Glover and they were like, hey, can you get Mel Gibson to be in this movie with us? And he was like, yeah, sure. I did that Waffle House movie with you.
1: Like Waffle House the restaurant?
0: Yeah. It's called Waffle House. And I think he wants to buy a Waffle House.
1: Have you ever been to a Waffle House?
0: No, but I've been to a... A Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles.
1: Well, Waffle House is literally just, like, a step above an ego, <laughs> And they serve it.
0: <laughs> I just don't like how this movie, Brianna, was filmed two days after they said Walton Goggins was going to be in it. And then they were done a month later.
1: Yeah, but Walton Goggins was probably like, hell yeah, like, I've always wanted to work with Mel Gibson. I want to know what, what this psycho bitch is all about. I'm just,
0: I'm apprehensive. Did you, Did you find out anything about the movie?
1: Um... Other than Fatman was the code name for the nuclear bomb that was dropped on Nagasaki.
0: Okay. Yeah, I read I googled
1: that and I was like, "Oh my gosh." And I went, "What? Oh, did I google the wrong thing?" I went, "Oh no."
0: Yeah, you, that's that's <laughs> definitely that was that that happened.
1: <laughs> so, so much popped up on <laughs> on Fatman on the Google. And then I read that Sabin Films is the Saban. Saban.
0: No, it's Saban. It's Saban. Okay, but it's not uh, because respect the Power Rangers, thank you. And my guy, Charles Saban. I don't know his first name, but I know I know it's a guy.
1: Um, his name is Haim Saban.
0: Haim Saban. That's my guy. Sabin. Power Ra- He's my <laughs> he's my Power Ranger. Fucking.
1: I watched the whole Netflix episode on Power Rangers. They throw his name around quite a lot,
0: and they and they definitely didn't say Saban.
1: They did. I actually don't remember. I watched it like a year ago, so... Yeah,
0: exactly. So I'm telling you. Go on.
1: Um. Okay, you thought Danny Glover and Donald Glover were the same person, so calm down.
0: Uh. I know. I just forgot <laughs> Danny Glover's name because he's not important in life, unlike Haim Saban.
1: You just said his name was Charlie.
0: <laughs> mm, but I know, at least I don't know how Brown to <laughs> pronounce his last name. Power Rangers is the important part of this whole thing. Power Rangers is, is what we need. I don't to even
1: respect. know why I wrote that down in my notes.
0: What else What do else you have? Anything?
1: Um, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green are the executive producers, so I'm expecting a little bit of a chuckle, but I don't know. Danny McBride's a... He's okay. a loose cannon.
0: <laughs> okay. They they are also the executive producers. They've been executive producing some movies. They, they did Halloween. They're doing the Halloween threequel that's going on right now.
1: Yeah, that's all I have. There wasn't really that much out there other than Mel Gibson sucks in this. But that's not really like a big thing, like, duh.
0: Fuck Mel Gibson. Oi, don't talk about Mel Gibson like that. Hey, Brianna, you want to give us the synopsis while I take a, take us out before, you want to give us a, shut up, shut up, just leave us alone, Beaver, Brianna, you want to give us a synopsis while I pack my bong before I take us out?
1: Of course. To save his declining business, Chris Kringle, also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the U.S. military. Making matters worse, Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a precocious 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking.
0: So a shitty kid hires a hitman to kill Santa because he's a shitty kid. Is that pretty much it?
1: It says precocious. It doesn't say shitty.
0: Let's do this, ladies and gentlemen, in three, two, one. Yeah, we're back. Brianna?
1: fa ra 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 ra
0: (laughs) Are you feeling in the holiday spirit right now? What'd you think of Fat Man?
1: Honestly, outside of um, Mel Gibson's acting and just, like, complete lack of effort, I really (laughs) enjoyed the movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I kind of agree. Um, If I could give, like, a little, like, post-watch synopsis. Mel Gibson plays a Santa Claus as he works for the federal government because he's poor and because kids are bad now uh, because they don't have a lot of money because kids are bad now. And Walton Goggins does a Columbine for elves. That's pretty much. He wasn't
1: after the elves, though.
0: Yeah, but it was pretty much an elf Columbine. And uh, oh, also Mel Gibson drank 10 grams of fentanyl. Not a spoiler, but just something like I thought that was pretty cool uh it was like santa claus kind of just like swinging his dick around he drank 10 grams of fentanyl and he was like fuck you i just drank 10 grams of fentanyl uh i i mel gibson is a good actor so like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go go anywhere crazy and say that he's not even though he's a he's a racist oi uh but uh his performance in this was fucking adequate at best at best
1: he was doing his, like, John Smith voice from Pocahontas, and I just, like, couldn't take it.
0: Yeah, it was, it, it was just so underwhelming. He really, it, there was a, a points in times where he would kind of bring you in a little bit. He'd almost get you to feel, and then he'd just kind of pull it away. Like, he'd have kind of tears in his eyes, and you'd see the emotion during his, like, little mini monologues. He had a few mini monologues that he did. And they were like, oh, like it was it was interesting at points. You're like, oh, this is kind of good. This is going somewhere. And then it kind of just dropped off. Maybe that's just the script's fault, Brianna. But the, yeah, the performance was definitely lacking. And this, through this whole thing, I kept saying to myself, Jack Nicholson. These kids wrote this for I don't think it Jack was Jack
1: Nicholson? I don't think it was the script's fault because everyone else did perfectly fine.
0: That's true. Walton Goggins was good. The kid from Good Boy, uh, Good Boys was was enjoyable. He was. Mm-hmm. He, he, I really hated him. He was such a cocksucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walton Goggins played a Walton Goggins. My my biggest gripe with this thing, Brianna, this thing, this movie. My biggest gripe <laughs> has to be that it's not a comedy. It's it's slated Did you it was as a, a dark. Yeah, it's slated as a dark comedy. It's like that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's like out there as a comedy. But it's a it's it's a it's an action movie, through and through. Uh, I also kind of think Walton Goggins was wasted a little bit. He's really good in this, but I mean, huh, it's Walton. <laughs> it's it's Walton. He's Goggins. a little you sauced. Gotta him, yeah, gotta give gotta give him gotta give him more than that. I would lo- come on, man. Like, you can't you can't tell me I couldn't have gotten at least one powerful set of dialogue between Walton Goggins and and Mel Gibson just really missed the mark on that one uh the whole movie was shot in one take that's my kind of that's my viewpoint of it
1: yeah but do you think that if walton goggins actually like tried to have like a conversation with mel gibson's character like mel gibson's would have given us like mel gibson would have given us anything exciting it would have just been like oh, why are we watching this
0: (laughs) Uh, half the time mel gibson was walking around like he was rocky and he's just like depressed, and, and he was. I don't know what to do. He was just a depressed fat <laughs> person. <laughs> uh, not very funny. So if you're expecting it to be funny, it's it's like not. It's kinda like there's, <laughs> hu- there's humorous moments, but it's not very funny. If you think uh, it's funny,
1: it's like not. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I'm deducting points for that. My overall score will have deducted points specifically for that. I don't know what the point of this movie was. There was really no message.
1: Hey, I like you know Christmas movies that aren't your your classics. Like obviously Home Alone is great, Christmas Story, but I like when every now and then like a an original Christmas like Santa movie well, comes out that you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I completely agree. And
0: to that point, the best parts of this movie were the Santa lore, like were the mm-hmm. little things mm-hmm. that we know about Santa Claus that they kind of upped up Up the ante towards or made it a little more adult or gave us a little more insight into that world that's the best part of any christmas movie for me is the that world that they're building it's a it's a fantasy world it's fucking santa claus you can do anything with it and i definitely thought that that was the strong points of this movie and it seems like the writing in this was like it should have been more geared towards that wouldn't you agree and less geared towards like the action like i i needed less action and more fantasy
1: Oh, I liked the action, though. I liked how, you know, it wasn't just your average, like, oh, here we go, Santa again. Like, he knows when you're sleeping, and he knows when you're awake, but he also, you know, he fucks.
0: <laughs> he does fuck. There's, there's a fuck. Santa fucks in this. You don't see him fuck, but
1: he oh, fucks. Gross. He yeah.
0: fucks. <laughs> Mel, Gibson at, Mel Gibson has to lay in bed with a black woman at some point, so I can only imagine as soon as they yelled cut, he was... Hopping out of the bed in a in in a in a flash because
1: yeah that was his boy. worst acting in the movie. That <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you know,
0: fucking suck. That poor that poor Mrs. Claus. She had to stand next to him that whole time to pretend that he wasn't a cunt racist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well you know I liked the movie. I was pleasantly surprised by it. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would, and I like you know I thought I would. I thought it would be okay. Honestly,
0: I'd have to agree. I think that it was decent i think that it was a different take on christmas which is always fun when new christmas movies come out especially more adult christmas movies that's always something enjoyable to see so like so if you're if you're (laughs) expecting so if you're expecting it to be like this awesome amazing like new christmas world that you're gonna be enveloped in that's not what you're getting but you're gonna (laughs) get like a an action-packed very bloody uh christmas movie with. Some cool parts of storyline. Brianna, how many popcorn bags would you give it?
1: I would give it a 31 out of 50 popcorn bags. Okay,
0: respectable. And you are, I'm assuming you're recommending it?
1: I would recommend it. Um, Obviously, I'd have to watch who I'd recommend it to. There is quite a bit of blood in it. So um, it's not like violent, but there's blood.
0: Yeah, and, lots uh, of blood. And if gross. you're not
1: like, if you're getting there's a little an, woozy. An eye thing. Yeah, if you get a little woozy around blood and like, you know exposed parts of your body that aren't like penises or boobies like i would probably stay clear of it but i would recommend it to like certain people that i know enjoy movies
0: i can dig it i can dig it i'm giving it a 25 out of 50 popcorn bags so middle of the road just just (laughs) 50 out of 100 you know what i mean like it's it's right there uh it's good enough i would say yes check check it out if if you're not adverse to blood and if you want to see a new Christmas movie that kind of has a take that's definitely very different from others mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. interesting enough concept not a not a bad film, not a great film, but eh, good enough good enough mm-hmm. for twenty twenty put it that way go check yeah. it out so yes i am I am recommending it uh Brianna you know what this means, right? Oh, I do. It's time to get into the. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> I was trying to do like a Santa. Ho <laughs> ho It's the spoiler zone, motherfuckers!
1: It's the spoiler
0: zone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the spoiler zone, elves and.
1: Reindeers? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: were your favorite parts of fat man
1: um well Brian actually took a little bit of um some notes on this one because she didn't want to get yelled at like she always does that's so good, that's good 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 one of my favorite parts was definitely walton goggins
0: oh for sure for sure
1: him and his he was, he was enjoyable shiny teeth
0: <laughs> he's just he plays a good like bad guy he just plays that classic. He's got the look, he's got the vibe. He always he always delivers his lines very very professionally.
1: Yeah, I mean I was a little upset that he didn't have some sort of like accent, but well, you know, that's neither here nor there.
0: Yeah, southern southern accent, Walton Goggins is the best Southern act is this best version of Walton Goggins.
1: This is kinda like favorite part, least favorite part in the same thing. I liked the douche kid because he was such a good douche. But I also, like, hope he, like, tripped down, like, a set of stairs and was, like, horribly mangled, but still alive.
0: Oh, yeah. He plays such a good <laughs> douche kid. and you, So you have to give it up to the acting. That kid was – he was he played a great douchey kid. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So He's going to
1: go places. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kid from Good Boys, which is a good movie. Go check that out, too. It was all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked that Mel Gibson was also, like, a Santa strongman. That's something that isn't necessarily, like, part of Santa folklore, but, like, in your mind, you're like, I know Santa's just a buff motherfucker. So, like, he was, like, lifting really heavy crates that, like, these little silly billies couldn't lift. And he just, like, went over there and was, like, one-armed and, like, oh, nothing. So yeah, that was, by, like, one of and, my favorite parts.
0: And by little silly billies, Brianna means, like, two <laughs> two huge soldier, American army soldiers.
1: Okay, well, we don't know if they were huge or not. No, no, but, but I'm just saying, not, you. You, you didn't,
0: you didn't mean, you didn't mean elves.
1: No, they definitely got yeah. like the practice squad of like the army rangers to be protected. Yeah, they were, the, they were the awful. North Pole. Um, another part that I really liked was Walton Goggins' skinny man character researching like where to find Santa by watching like Santa cartoons and like <laughs> looking at like Santa drawings.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> I thought he that was, was so great. He was trying to do like
0: private investigative work, <laughs> but it's just like looking for Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> he was literally watching like the year without a Santa Claus, <laughs> and he was like, "I'll figure it out. I'll pinpoint his GPS location."
0: He kills multiple mailmen to get to Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the mailmen Wal- they make you really like. They make they make them they make you really like them. You're like, "Oh, this is, this is such a nice mailman. He's so kind," and then Walgog just kills him. As if the dead. Postal
1: Service wasn't fucked enough. Walton Goggins is literally just <laughs> picking them off left and right.
0: <laughs> Donald Trump and Walton Goggins just destroying the Postal Service. It's Christmas.
1: <laughs> um, another thing that I really liked was Walton Goggins' hamster that he has. Oh, and, yeah, like,
0: he had a little hamster.
1: Yeah, like, Walton Goggins plays, like, an assassin. And he, like, takes care of this little hamster that he has, like, so lovingly, like... He takes him on the trip to the North Pole with him, and he gets him, like, a new little habitat for him to sit in the car, and he goes to the pet store and buys him, like, new car toys. And I just thought that was really cute.
0: What happened to the hamster at the end?
1: He's just sitting in, um, he's now Santa Claus's. Okay. They, like, keep him, and I think he's in the house.
0: Okay, I vibe.
1: That's the North Pole pet. And then my last thing was, I liked how the elves... Just eat like sugar and like cake as their meals, and it was interesting to like see like the elves' diet and like their explanation on why they look so pale and like weird. And
0: <laughs> yeah, the scene where the elves were eating in the mess hall was one of my favorite parts too. And the foreman elf was sitting there and he's eating a whole fucking cake. And mm-hmm. one of the uh, the army generals sits down and he goes, "You guys are gonna be eating protein and vegetables. That's why you're all gray and small." And he's like, listen, like the 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 foreman elf goes like simple carbs and sugars, with twenty minute naps every eight hours keeps them young, keeps them virile, and he said it keeps them like longer than alive longer than humans, and allows them to work for twenty four hours around the clock.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting.
0: I I loved that too, and I really loved the part like you said earlier where Santa lifts up the box with the boxes with his brute strength, because it's just Santa should be this character that's not man he you know what i mean like he's mythical he should be stronger he should be he takes a bullet in the eye at the end of the movie like he should be able to do those things you know what i mean like he's, he's fucking santa claus he's magical so he should be kind of like a i think he should be just as i love when movies portray santa claus as badass so i will i will give it to this this movie
1: yeah i kind of liked that
0: and when you're watching stuff like that in a christmas movie i feel like you see those parts and you kind of get you you would get this immediate feeling because me and you both saw that scene where he lifted up the the crates and it was so simple but we were both like oh I really liked that that was really cool <laughs> like it just <laughs> like it just because we were like
1: you. oh yeah there's Santa Santa's
0: yeah, there's magical Santa. yeah he's so fun like that's that I I wish there was more of that in this movie uh, the I magical kind of I
1: feel like there was enough considering it's not necessarily like a Santa movie
0: yeah yeah I can, I think I was disappointed by that the
1: okay well what do you think you're watching like a fucking hallmark movie
0: well no it didn't have to be a hallmark movie but you could you could have made it just as like santa santa doing all kind santa doing like crazier shit
1: well you're also the one that like was confused when we were watching the movie about how santa like knew someone's name and i was like it's santa he's magic he obviously knows everybody's name
0: (laughs) yeah but they didn't like they should have they should have added better composition with that kind of stuff like there should have been there should have been times where Santa was doing things that showed that he's Santa and not just some depressed ex boxer that sits in a barn and looks at old pictures of kids. Like what the fuck? Um, yeah, but they
1: also were like that's. I'm not saying that you know you're a child, but that's the Santa Magic is definitely geared more towards children. Like if you want to watch it's Santa not the Magic, ma- it's not the- watch like the Santa Claus Two.
0: Yeah, but you could have, this movie could have been done literally without him being Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, but it was cool. Like, Like he just lived, like, like a totally normal life in Alaska. I know,
0: it was cool because of the, like, the small things they showed to make him Santa Claus, and I'm saying they should have showed more things that made him Santa Claus.
1: Well, I wanted to see more blood, but I didn't get that, so, you know.
0: Oh, there was way too, there was so much blood. There was a knee blade. That was one of the best parts of the movie. Walton Coggins stabs Santa in the stomach, in the back, like, several times with this blade that jettisons out of his knee. And he just starts fucking stabbing the shit out of him. And Santa's just, like, taking it.
1: Yeah, well, the blade was, like, at least almost two feet long. So it was definitely a good stab.
0: Mm-hmm. Good stab. Huge blade.
1: Yeah, but did you have anything else that, like, stood out?
0: No, that was we, we just talked about. That's pretty much it. Uh, it was
1: pretty. What were your least favorite parts? Because I really didn't have any other than Mel Gibson.
0: <laughs> I'm whelmed. My least favorite parts: uh, Goggins, Walton Goggins' obsession with toys from Santa.
1: That was your least favorite part.
0: One of them. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of weird. Um,
1: well, he was kind of a weird guy.
0: I didn't like the point of the whole government subsidizing like the. The work that they do i don't know i thought that was stupid because it really didn't mean anything at the end of the day yeah it did no they didn't no it didn't because maybe maybe if at the end of the day them having being a government operation means more security means walton goggins has a harder time getting in but walton goggins went into the facility and fucking murked everybody and the government there with like 10 armed 15 armed guards didn't even do anything it didn't even matter
1: they were the silly billy team
0: I know they were the Silly Billy team, Brianna, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, what was the point of the government? Like, why did they The whole
1: point of the government was because Santa wanted to quit being Santa because he was, like, super depressed and just super chubby and, like, super hating himself and had no confidence whatsoever and just couldn't even look at himself in the mirror because he was like, who is this fat guy I see? And then the government comes along and they're like, well, you know, since you suck so bad, like, we are going to have you make... I don't know micro uh, <laughs> motherboards or something for like planes, fighter jets, and then consoles. Santa's like, yeah, <laughs> systems up, consoles
0: thing. for fighter jets.
1: <laughs> They're gonna have them make the PS5s for everybody, and then <laughs> and then Santa's like, oh, like okay, like I guess it's the only way we're gonna survive, and like I have to do this for like my elves and my wife just to survive, so I can make it to the next Christmas financially. And then, like he gets really bummed out, and then he's really sad and chubby. And then his wife, Mrs. Claus, or sorry, Mrs. Kringle, comes along, and she gives him those pictures where it's like, oh, you know, this girl wanted a fire truck when she was younger, and now she's a fireman. And this guy wanted like pots and pans when he was little, and now he's like a big chef. And that's like when Santa gets teary-eyed, and then you're okay, like, okay, okay, okay. And then he okay, gets like a. Okay.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. But that doesn't that doesn't explain anything as to why the government came in and then they made this whole stink in the movie about like, oh well, uh-oh, like this is morally wrong and everything's bad. And then they didn't even go there was no closure on that. That's what I mean. Like there's no closure on that. Santa Claus was just all of a sudden okay with letting his elves build machinery for the US government?
1: what yeah because he knew that it would help christmas survive what the that's so dumb it's that's not like they dumb. were making fucking bombs for like kids to run around with
0: yeah that was so fucking there was no need for it though like they they could have they, they well, how else to were be they the supposed gu- to make money what they didn't need it to be the u.s government other than the fact there would be armed guards there that's what i mean like it well he was already
1: calling the chinese people remember when he called that guy he called fucking bruce lee and he was like no i'm out dog and oh. santa was like okay <laughs> and then the government was like a last like i don't know what's it i can't think of the the phrase but that was like just his last straw and he was like fine i'll fucking sign your contract because the chinese didn't even want to <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: yeah santa being depressed and stuff felt unnecessary too for me i didn't enjoy that part I, d- I thought that was unnecessary in the movie it did not need to be in the script
1: that's how everybody feels with their job though Doing the mm. same thing every day, even Santa can get a little depressy.
0: You're you're talking like these guys wrote up like wrote a good script here, and it's just not true. It's just not true. It's not a good script at all. There was no, there was no, there was no fluidity throughout it at all. It was it the B story was, I mean, ultimately, it was just trash. The B story it was bad. It was non-existent. It was this stupid relationship between Santa and Mrs. Kringle.
1: She makes good cookies though.
0: She does make good cookies. She makes everybody eat the cookies. Ooh, my other least favorite part though, I think is my like last least favorite part. Mel Gibson's eye at the end. It was grody. Oof. It looked like a huge purple golf ball just hanging off his face.
1: I liked that part. I thought it was I was like, they're not gonna show it. And then when they showed it, I was like, ooh, they showed it. Oh. <laughs> huh. Because there was, like, a dark shadow the whole time when he was talking to that fucking little runt face kid. And then I was like, they're not going to show it. It's just going to be, like, implied that, like, Santa got shot in the eye because his eye was all bloody when they had the bandage on it. And then they, like, zoom in and you're like, whoa, there it is. Whoa. It's like a blown out butthole. <laughs> you're like, oh what
0: <laughs> Oh, God. So the, the, the synopsis, ladies and gentlemen, essentially, is that Brianna really enjoyed it and I was whelmed.
1: I didn't really like Mel Gibson, but I, um... I liked Oi, the movie. You didn't like Mel Gibson? He was just there, like, just existing on the screen, like, whatever. <laughs> Shut up,
0: bitch! Listen <laughs> to me, I'm the beaver! Me and Mel, we're going out to the bar later, we're gonna have a couple drinks, talk about you two idiots like nothing! Alright, Beaver. thanks, I appreciate it. I hope you never come back. I never want to see another Mel Gibson Bye, Beaver. Movie. Unless he directs it, because he's actually kind of good at that, so... Uh,
1: <laughs> i still just can't get past mel gibson being john smith in pocahontas so like every time i hear his voice that's all i see is just john smith walking around with his like blonde locks just trying to rape and pillage native american villages
0: well that that makes sense to me mel gibson <laughs> wanting to do that but i still can't get past the point that mel gibson is actually a talented director it really bumps me out because when i watch one of his films that he's that he directs i'm like oh he's like he's good well, he's, he's good he gets movies he's been he's fucking been around man he gets it um, that's the end of the review. That is the end of the review for for the day. I don't want to talk about Fat Man anymore, Brianna, but I, what I do want to talk about is what else you watched this week.
1: Oh, Brianna watched four different movies. Ooh, what'd you watch? I watched Run with Sarah Paulson and A New Person. Was that good? Uh you know, I don't want to shit I've
0: on- I've seen that. I, I I considered asking you if you wanted to watch that on this at one point uh, earlier in the last couple of months.
1: I like Sarah Paulson, but she's now just getting like typecast as like mentally unstable women characters. Ah, I
0: saw that. I saw that.
1: And it's like, okay, like uh, the girl who plays the like the main character. Phenomenal.
0: The, the, the teenage girl.
1: Mm hmm. Phenomenal. Yeah. Loved her. And then obviously Sarah Paulson's a good actress, but I was just kind of like sitting there, like, oh gosh, okay. Um, and they also spoil—they spoil her. They spoil They—they shoot a guy from the post office.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit, dog. <laughs> what, what else you watch?
1: <laughs> um, I also watch *Spies in Disguise*. What's that? With with Will Smith, it's about. Um, it's an animated film with Will Smith and Tom Holland. Will Smith is oh. uh, turned into a pigeon. <laughs>
0: I've seen that poster. Already. Um,
1: But like Tom on? Holland's in it. It's on HBO Max because I bought HBO Max.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> So these are all films available on HBO Max. But Spies okay. in Disguise, like it's a kid's movie. I fell asleep the first time I watched it because I tried to watch it after nine o'clock and I fell asleep. Um, But I watched the, the second half the next day and um, it was fine. It was a cute little kid's movie. Tom Holland's in it, Will Smith's in it, Rashida Jones, your girl's in it, um, Ben Mendelsohn is the bad guy in it, he's really good, and then I watched Invisible Man, The Invisible oh, Man. Oh,
0: nice, finally, that was good, that's a good movie.
1: It was alright, it was definitely just like a whole like Nike ad, because all Elizabeth Moss wore was the same Nikes, the whole time, the whole movie, she wore the same pair of Nikes, and never I took enjoyed, them off I enjoyed apparently. that movie, that was creepy. It was creepy, but I was kind of like, okay, like, how did no one hear the clicking noises of all the little, like, cameras? And then once I saw, like, the the suit, if you have that little, like, phobia of, like, all the little holes, I wouldn't suggest watching it. <laughs> that, that bummed me out a little bit. I went, ooh, I got the heebie-jeebies. And then I watched um, American Animals, which was two hours of just snoozing. Did you not like that? I was I was I wanted to see that. It was good, but it was just too long. It's 2 hours and 4 minutes. You if you know, I didn't read anything about what happens like in the real life story of it, but it's kind of a crossover between like a documentary and then the movie itself like they're wow. acting out the whole thing and it's just like, Ugh, "Okay." <laughs> like, uh-huh. Ugh. but it was it was worth a watch, I suppose, if you if you have the time. Did you watch anything?
0: I watched Crip Camp. What? <laughs> Crip Camp. It's a documentary about disabled people that went to like a a hippie camp back in the seventies and then started this like revolutionary movement for handicapped people.
1: Cool, cool. Yeah, it was pretty
0: good. It was decent, decent flick. Um, I got a couple giggles because I'm a, a fucking terrible person, but. <laughs> I also watched The Mandalorian. I watched all of season 2 this week. Finally. The finale the final the finale came out the other day. Oh, oh my fucking god. It was so goddamn good. It's the best thing Disney has ever ever put out um Star Wars wise ever. Uh, it's better than obviously the, like the episode 1, 2 and 3. It's just so so good. John Favreau is fantastic at what he does he just really really is and i can't give him any more props speaking of john favreau he i also watched a movie that he was in called four christmases brianna you ever seen four christmases
1: is reese witherspoon in that movie
0: yes vince vaughn and reese witherspoon have to visit all four of their divorced parents on christmas
1: yeah i saw it like when it sort of first came out but i haven't seen it since but i remember liking it because it was like pete vince vaughn
0: yeah, it's good. Uh, John Favreau plays an MMA fighter who's like Vince Vaughn's brother and it, and they they have a relationship going back to swingers, so. It's always uh, it's I love all, me some Reese. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much all I watched. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, let's get into
1: headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. headlines. Wulp. Well, Brianna's going to start right off the bat. This is kind of movie news, kind of not really movie news because he's not in a lot of movies that I can remember or think of, but John Mulaney checked himself into rehab for a coke and alcohol addiction. No fucking shit? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. I didn't read that at all. When the fuck did
1: that happen? (sighs) It happened like right before we started recording. I found like a little piece of news on my Instagram as I was just looking for celebrity gossip just an everyday thing i do and
0: yeah. then i
1: saw that and i was like damn
0: damn that's because john,
1: Mul- cr- john mulaney
0: yeah that's fucking crazy dog what the fuck that's gnarly i, mean,
1: I don't want to judge him but like alcohol you know that happens to no a no people. no judgment
0: at all that's just but like, like that sucks yeah like coke damn, john I didn't mulaney's
1: expect- into fucking coke
0: i didn't expect john Mul- i mean i love coke but i didn't think john mulaney would love coke i'm not gonna lie
1: <laughs> i like coke with with a little oh. bit of rum, but I was like, "Damn, John Mulaney."
0: John Mulaney getting it. I bet he does some good coke too, with like Scarlett Johansson. He does it and, off of like
1: strippers' asses, probably.
0: Colin Jost. <laughs> I bet all those guys love coke. Seth Meyers probably loving coke.
1: Oh, Colin Jost definitely. I mean, I guess if you got coke on SNL, you just once you hit it, you can't quit it.
0: I guess so. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Did you find anything else? That's gonna be a hard one to top.
1: <laughs> um. First Cal was named Best Film of 2020 by New York Critics, but we already knew that because we named it the Best Film of 2020. No, we didn't. It was one of.
0: Yeah, one of. One of. But the, the Best Film of 2020 is the movie that we watched last week. Black Bear? Week. Yes.
1: <laughs> that was. You think that was the Best Film of 2020?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, The Sound of Metal, uh, we watched two weeks ago. That
1: was good, but I mean, since we're ahead of the game, that'll probably come out later. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe they didn't like the fucking toxic girlfriend like we did.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> did you hear Eddie Izzard is a she now? Speaking of past episodes. What? Eddie Izzard came out and said that uh, her pronouns are she, her.
1: What's her name? Eddie?
0: I, I think just Eddie. That can
1: be a woman's name.
0: Yeah, just a woman's name, Eddie.
1: All right. I like that. Okay. Yeah,
0: right. I, and I was kind of like, okay, Eddie Izzard. I get it. I see you. Just, just come in a form here. I like it. I I like it, too. Um, That's really, honestly, Brianna, the only movie news I have other than, like, lots of COVID shutdowns on sets. So many COVID shutdowns. And I'm pretty sure it's going to get worse over the next couple months.
1: Excuse you. Wait, what? You aren't going to talk about the Book of Boba Fett that's coming out next December? Oh, my God.
0: Yes. Yeah, if COVID doesn't fucking shut everything down. But that's going to be so good. That's going to be so amazing. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the mandalorian go watch it but boba fett plays a a role in the second season and he's getting his own show uh supposedly coming december 2021 so that's really and then the man
1: the season three of the mandalorian is gonna come after that it's gonna be like whoa so i would probably think of like january 2022 that sounds so far away
0: that's so far away but we saw how fast this year went
1: yeah, I mean, it's just 2021's right around the corner, so I don't know what mm-hmm. we're crying about.
0: <laughs> well, with this new strain of covid, we'll be inside for a little while, be i going to watch as many movies as we want.
1: Oh, but wait, did you actually ever listen to the Tom Cruise rant? Yeah, I did. What did you think? Cuz I'm reading conflicting things about it saying like it's a publicity stunt. Yeah, I like... think
0: I think it it's possible it's I think it was a good rant. It it makes total, like, I'm like, wow, first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, Tom, like, I, Tom Cruise is kind of a bad person, but, or not weirdo, but, uh, I, I vibe with that, and then I kind of thought about it, and I was like, it seems like Scientology wouldn't let, Tom Cruise, Scientology, like, they wouldn't let something like this leak unless they wanted it to leak. It just seems like a publicity really, stunt. I don't know Scientology, if like- Brianna, Scientology doesn't let fucking anything.
1: I know, fucking I watched the whole Leah anything. Remini series. Hello? So you think
0: that this shit is going to get? No fucking way.
1: I don't know, though, because George Clooney is defending him, and I don't think George Clooney's a Scientologist. I mean, obviously, Leah Remini was, like, first at it, like, oh, yeah, that was a Scientology thing, like, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I don't know, though. Like, I think it was kind of both. Obviously, like, Tom Cruise... Wants to keep making movies and keep making money, and he probably doesn't want to have to get his sets shut down because some silly Billy forgot to wash their hands after they coughed on them. But yeah, it all makes time, sense, but like, it's too perfect. It's too Yeah, perfect. it did like it, it was kind of a long rant. Like, I don't think it, you could have just shouted, like, everyone wear a goddamn mask, and like we would have all figured it out. Like, you know, <laughs> it was a lengthy speech. <laughs> And I was like, okay, Tommy, you already had a meltdown on the couch, remember? Like, let's just, let's pull it back a little. If you want to have, if you want to sit everyone down and have, like, a serious talk where you slam your little hand on the table, then sure, go for it. But, like, it was long. It was too long. And that's what made it kind of seem a little planned. But I get where he's coming from. I get it. I get it, dog. You know, he's keeping it real. He's just trying to keep everybody safe.
0: Yeah, if it's not, if it's not fake, if it's genuine. I totally vibe with that. I think
1: it's it, both. I think it's half and half.
0: It's obviously for a little bit of a selfish reason, too, because Tom Cruise wants to make money, and he doesn't want to fucking have to halt his life because of uh, something that's inconveniencing him. Um, but whatever.
1: Well, does uh, Tom Cruise really seem like the kind of person that could just sit in their house and quarantine? Absolutely not. Oh my god, not. no.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, b- 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 movie theater's got $15 billion in the latest stimulus package.
1: Hell yeah, you know how much I'm getting? None.
0: 600 bucks.
1: No, I'm employed.
0: No, this, everybody gets
1: $600. Well, you know what I'm going to spend it on?
0: Food? I don't know what.
1: HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, on that note, thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Next week we'll be watching Wonder Woman. Very exciting. Wonder Woman
1: 1984.
0: Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We hope everybody enjoys the week, the weekend, your family, your friends via Zoom or via...
1: Being in a bubble. (laughs) Being bubble boy.
0: Merry Christmas, everybody. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Get in our Discord. Hang out with us.
1: I think that people need to subscribe to our YouTube because it's really pathetic that we're our only two subscribers.
0: Yeah, please please help us out with that. Say goodbye, Brianna.
1: Bye. Everyone stay safe. Happy holidays. Bye, Beans. We love you. Peace.